into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. If you're new to the show, I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, the best place that you could possibly go for your new or pre-owned vehicle needs. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. You got DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code A2Z Sports. Going to get you in on all the action. A great offer to tell you about later on using that promo code A2Z Sports. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agency of the Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, and prime time at GaryAshton.com. And of course, you know, satisfaction guaranteed on all your HVAC needs comes from Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, Derrick Henry should return this week. All indications are that the Titans will be able to activate him to the 53-man roster. They will do that Friday when the transactions have to be submitted by 3 p.m. Central Time prior to Saturday's game. So with all of that being said, well, outside of the obvious, which is that the Tennessee Titans are a better football team with Derrick Henry than without Derrick Henry, it comes at a pretty favorable time given a larger amount of circumstances, and we'll kind of walk through them tonight. But first and foremost, I want to get your Two Rivers Ford take before we can begin the content officially. The question that we want to start the show with for you is this. In your opinion, do you think Derrick Henry will determine whether the Titans win or lose to the Bengals? I think this is an interesting question. In your opinion, will Derrick Henry's presence on the field determine whether the Titans beat the Bengals or lose to the Bengals? Uh, Give me your answer and give me your answer as to why that will be the case. In the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Will Derrick Henry determine whether the Titans win or lose to the Bengals this week? Respond in the comment section. We'll talk about it together. While you do that, I'll tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business, not just because they present the Two Rivers Ford take, but because they will make sure that their customer service is at the forefront. Not going to try and take advantage of you. From a price gouging standpoint, like so many other car dealerships are doing right now, because inventory is harder to come by, Two Rivers Ford has one of the largest selections in the state of quality American-made Ford vehicles. They put the customer first and foremost because their sales staff, they're non-commissioned. My non-commissioned salesperson that I'm working with, Jonathan Wittelick, he helped me find my perfect vehicle, and I can't wait to get in my new 2022 Ford Explorer when it's delivered. In March, two month turnaround, not even two month turnaround, month and a half turnaround. Very, very pleased with the Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, the question that I'm asking you is this Will Derrick Henry's presence determine whether the Titans beat the Bengals or not? Now, there's a couple things that you have to consider in this conversation that I think a lot of people need to just kind of take a step back before you respond because I think you know, gut reaction would be like, yeah, of course, Derrick Henry, the best player on the football team historically is going to give the Tennessee Titans the best opportunity to win. But will he? Now, there's that's, that's a different conversation, right? Will he be the determining factor versus will he help them 
or be the primary driving force to them getting the win. I think that's an interesting conversation. Now, when you look at this, you have to consider, okay, what have the Titans done in the rushing game without Derrick Henry? Well, they've been pretty successful thus far. I think that when you look at Deontay Foreman, when you look at Dontrell Hilliard, and the juice that they've been able to provide, and by the way, the fact that for two straight games to end the regular season and with an additional week of rest and rehabilitation, Titans offensive line is playing pretty good football right now in front of both those running backs and the quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, to allow him to have a performance like he did in Houston, even if he was under some pressure from that Texans front. So with all that being said, do you think that Derrick Henry alone will determine whether the Titans win or lose to the Bengals? And I think it's a curious question, but it comes against a pretty interesting opponent. And I'm going to tell you why right after we uh, get excited for this game at Nissan Stadium on Saturday together. This is probably is not a popular thought at this point, but I still don't think anybody wants to see the Titans when you get into the postseason. You know what? I'm not leaving. Did anybody watch this defense and how they just ruined people up front with that front four? I'm not leaving. The adversity that this team has overcome, the fact that they continue to play tough-nosed football, they get after the quarterback, and again, in the playoffs, they're going to be a tough team to play. I agree, I want to keep going. I'm not leaving. Sitting this city, me tripping my gun, tripping the... Indeed, the show does go on. That is a hype video. Starlito, by the way, more normalize Starlito on hype videos for the end of time. Please, more local artists like Starlito. They got uh, they got Key Glock out of Memphis to do a couple of the hype videos. It's perfect timing for this. It really gives it a little extra juice, as far as I'm concerned. But when you watch that video, you see so many different players, so many different pieces, so many different parts that have allowed the Titans to kind of reach the heights that they've been able to do. And by the way, consider the fact that a lot of the missing pieces and parts have been players of significance, right? Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Bud Dupree. You're talking about uh, time without players like Christian Fulton. Like these are legitimate, bona fide quality NFL players to above average NFL players, some of them great superstar players that the Titans have been able to win without. So from all from my standpoint, I'm kind of looking at this and saying, all right, so let's let's go through the numbers together and let's kind of see what the Titans have been able to do with and without Derrick Henry. We know what Derrick Henry is capable of, right? Eight weeks, he made it into the regular season goes down after the week eight game against the Indianapolis Colts. He's got 10 touchdowns on the year. It took he finished sixth overall in the NFL in NFL and rushing after not playing since October. And we know without him, the Titans have done a pretty good job 
making sure that this running game stays on track. Because here's what Mike Vrabel told us today. We had a Zoom press conference with him. And he said about, you know, whether it, regardless of who's the running back, whether it's Derrick Henry, whether it's Deontay Foreman, whether it's Dontrell Hilliard, whether it's one of the fullbacks, Kari Blossingham, or Torrey Carter, who just got designated to return from injured reserve earlier today, which is sneaky big. Vrabel said this, we are going we are going to need to run the football. We are going to need to do that to be who we are and be at our best and not be one-dimensional to be able to run it, to set up things and be able to run our offense. That has always been critical. So that may, ta- that may sound like a bunch of coach speak, but I mean, think about it. It's true. Without Derrick Henry, the Titans ran the football. With Derrick Henry, the Titans ran the football. You know that to close out their season, they had three straight victories to close out the regular season. And they did so running the football. They were second in the league. And I have a whole article about this going kind of a little deeper into the numbers about how the Titans have kind of moved even more run heavy over the course of the last month leading into the regular season finale and now the divisional round where they had a free ride to the Elite Eight. And not a free ride, a ride that was earned by claiming the top spot in the AFC, but you understand what I'm saying. So from the standpoint of Derrick Henry, you know, Titans had the second highest percentage of offensive plays that were rushes, right? So the second highest percentage of any NFL team. First was the Eagles, and second for the 2021 regular season, both with and without Derrick Henry, they ran the ball on 48.63% of their offensive plays. Now, when you come down to it and you look down the stretch, all right, they dropped that game against Pittsburgh. Hideous, we know. Did well on the ground, right? 200 yards rushing and did run the football quite a bit in that game. In the last three games, though, after they lost to Pittsburgh, their last loss of the season, in the last three games, Todd Downing leaned even more into that. He ran the ball even more. And it was a big part of why they were able to secure their division, right? So when I say to you that the Titan, will Derrick Henry be be the determining factor between a win in the divisional round or not? I'll tell you uh, that my answer is going to probably surprise you, or maybe some of you are aligned. We'll read some comments. Will Derrick Henry be the determining factor? Uh, 15 totes for the King, 20 for Foreman, and the play action will work. Get the King in a groove for the AFC Championship. That's Sheila on Facebook Live. Uh, For Dallas Elfman, he says, I love his running style, almost like you shot him out of a cannon every time he runs. I assume you're talking about Derrick Henry. Um, Let's see. Yes, sir. Big Foreman, over 500 yards, four touchdowns, I believe. Hilliard, damn near 6.3 yards per carry. We have the best group of running backs. And by the way, they found those guys on the street, right? Nothing nothing crazy. These weren't dudes who were on the roster prior, you know, when the roster was initially constructed. These are guys that they just went out and got. So for all that being said, uh, will Derrick Henry be the determining factor in the Titans winning this game? I'll uh, give you my answer right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action as you see in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and they have a fantastic offer for you who are going to get in on the action in this exciting time 
in the football calendar. Here's the thing about DraftKings Sportsbook, all right? If you're a new customer, you can get 56 to 1 odds as they count you down to Super Bowl 56. By the way, Titans two wins away from playing in Super Bowl 56. Can you imagine? So 56 to 1 odds on any team to win their game. You bet just 5 bucks, you win 280 in free bets if your team wins. You can also get in on the Hammer the Over promotion and different promotions like that that they'll run all football season long. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code A2ZSports. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's code A to Z Sports this uh, this weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee to bet. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So let's take a look at the numbers, right? You know, you know that with or without Derrick Henry, Titans running the football. That's who they are. That's how they win football games. That's how they get the job done. And with all that said, uh, you're looking at the Titans potentially and getting Derrick Henry back and saying, all right, if Derrick Henry, uh, if Derrick Henry plays, Titans for sure going to win, right? There's no doubt. It's January. It's 20, it's 20. It's the 22nd day of January in the year 2022, 22 years removed from the Titans first trip to the Super Bowl, right? So all the karmic odds are aligning. The universe is coming together. It's Derrick Henry's time. Well, I mean, maybe, and it's entirely possible. He could come right back in. He could take over the game. He could be Derrick Henry as we're all accustomed to him being. But if he's not quite that, if there's even any discrepancy, because they'll use these three days to kind of evaluate how he ramps up. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the Titans will practice. They'll make a decision on him if they activate him or don't activate him on Friday. But it's happening at a perfect time because, you know, Here's the thing, it almost sounds ridiculous to say, but they don't necessarily need Derrick Henry right now. Listen to these numbers in the last three games. All three wins, three straight wins to end the regular season. They upped their rushing snaps on offense to an average of 52.75% in those three straight wins. Todd Downing's offense ran for 412 yards in three games, 412 yards on 96 attempts. That's a 4.29% yards per carry average, three touchdowns on the ground. They haven't necessarily been overwhelmingly efficient, whether with Derek or without Derek, but they found ways with the offensive line in front of him getting healthy, in front of them getting healthy, they found ways to up that efficiency over the course of the last couple of weeks. They are about 24th in the league, in fact, when it comes to rushing play success rate, according to according to um, the uh, the advanced analytics. Uh, by the way, it looks like the Rams just went twenty uh, up twenty to nothing. Looks like a pick six of Kyler Murray, based on what's happening right now. As we're keeping track of this NFC wild card game, to you. Oh no, I'm sorry. He got uh, no. He did get picked. He he launched that ball up as he was getting ready to get sacked in the end zone. Interception, pick six, twenty to nothing. Without the extra point right now for the Cardinals. Oh, such shitty wild card weekend games. What a disaster for uh, for Arizona. Anyway, so with all that being said, Titans don't necessarily need Derrick Henry. Would he help? Of course. But will he be the deciding factor? No, nah, not at this point. Um, another playoff implosion, says Silent Toxic 707. There have been a lot of bad playoff games 
this weekend. I mean, even the San Francisco-Dallas game, I know that that was an exciting ending, but I mean, that was just not, that was just not a, uh, not a good, it shouldn't have been competitive until Jimmy G threw that interception, right? Threw them back into that game. Terrible, terrible pick. Uh, did look like he pulled a Carson Wentz right there. Zach Goodman says on Facebook Live. So let's keep it moving and let's a baby Yoda ain't great, says AC720. Listen, Kyler's a lot worse without DeAndre Hopkins. Now, with them trying to get healthy, um, that was the hope that they could get him back and available. But at this point, uh, they're having a lot of mistakes and the Rams just look really, really good. 21 to nothing. Cliff Kingsbury looks shook up at this point. Not happy. All right, let's move on and let's talk about the Titans' opponent, the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals coming to Nashville at this point. We talked to Mike Vrabel about that today. The question that I want to ask you as we move along through our conversation on A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, the question that I have for you is this. What will be the best matchup battle between the Titans and the Bengals? Give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together. What will be the best matchup battle between the Titans and the Bengals? We'll talk about it here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. The official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans is GaryAshton.com. They know, the Titans do, that you want to win in the Nashville real estate market. You want to maximize your real estate investment You want to make sure that you're doing that with the Intel Edge. Everybody, whether you're a football team, whether you're a football coach, whether you're Mike Vrabel, Ryan Tannehill, Cliff Kingsbury trying to dig his way out of this mess, everybody is looking for that little edge that can give them the biggest advantage. That's what you get when you get the Intel from the Gary Ashton team, the best Intel in Middle Tennessee. It will allow you to find your next home while you are currently Uh, maximizing your value on the one that you're still in if you're trying to take advantage of this seller's market. There's so many good reasons to work with the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Titans, Preds, and me. I got my dream address with GaryAshton.com. So um, what is the best matchup battle that you see between these two teams? Somebody asked me, by the way, if I think Cliff Kingsbury has a job Tomorrow morning after they lose this one, and you know, barring some spectacular comeback, which maybe the Cardinals are capable. I don't know. I, I I really don't know at this point. It would be difficult for them to do. But uh I think that Cliff Kingsbury, you can't you can't I don't know. It's a tough it's a tough question. I would think that they have to keep keep Cliff Kingsbury. They've been too good even if it's largely on defense and because DeAndre Hopkins is just a chuck it up he's down there somewhere type of player Kyler Murray has looked substantially worse without him as he tries to scramble and throws it out of bounds on first and 10 all right so what matchup battle do you think is the most interesting uh for um Rodney Taylor on YouTube it's the Titans secondary versus the Bengals wide receivers and I think Rodney, I think that's a good one, but I'm going to flesh that out a little bit more for you because I think that it, I think it's almost more bigger picture than that. And we'll talk about when you'll hear from Mike Vrabel on that here in just a second, by the way. So from your standpoint, what matchup battle are you most excited to watch? And this is an interesting conversation, right? Because, you know, I know a lot of people, this is the best of the four potential teams that the Titans could have played 
know, a lot of people weren't necessarily interested in that from a Titans fan standpoint. You want the game that's going to guarantee or most guarantee your team to be able to uh, to be able to win. But from the standpoint of just watching great football, my God, is this Bengals Titans game going to be fun? So when you look at the best matchup battle between these two teams, I want you to look a little larger picture. Now, something this, that affects this, and also by the way, is going to make it. Uh, interesting to see what they do with Derrick Henry is the fact that Trey Hendrickson, who is the Bengals edge rusher, ruled out of that game with a concussion on Saturday against the Raiders, and Larry Ogunjobi, who was placed on IR today, their best um, interior defensive lineman, somebody who's been a really, really good player for them. So two of their best players, you got Trey Hendrickson, who was third on the team in pressures, and Larry Ogunjobi. Uh, excuse me, Trey Hendrickson first on the team in pressures and Larry Ogunjobi, who was third. Those two guys may potentially be missing. So I do think that creates beneficial matchups for Derrick Henry or whomever is running the football on Saturday against the Bengals. Um, Tony N says, is someone saying that Murray hasn't played well without D-Hop? Wait, does a quarterback need his wide receiver, his number one wide receiver skill uh, or number one skill position players to play well? Yes, Tony. I believe that was rhetorical, though. Uh, trying to get Henry in rhythm would slow down the offense from or- Orbos- Orobosa. Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that name. Uh, Eddie Cardona likes the front four versus Burrow. And listen, I thought that Joe Burrow, he was under pressure. That offensive line isn't good. Um, you know, familiar face in Quentin Spain. Um, their, their right tackle is one of the worst in professional football. Right now, I believe, I can't, I think it's Isaiah Prince. Is the name? I know the last name's Prince. I'm blanking on his first name, but he was getting a he was getting a bit of the business. Now Zach Taylor, I thought, called a pretty good game throughout the course of that to keep the Bengals from you know being put in disadvantageous positions by taking sacks or you know the offensive line being poor and them holding, which is basically a sack because you lose ten yards when that happens. Dom Odell likes the matchup of Cunningham versus Mixon, mixing it up, and I think that you would see David Long. Um, working with Cunningham, I think, or excuse me, working on Mixon, I think you would see sometimes Zach Cunningham, who is just an absolute thumper in the middle of the Titans defense right now. But, you know, to go back to, uh, to go back to an earlier commenter's question, I think it was Rodney Taylor on YouTube who said the Titans secondary versus the Bengals wide receivers. And I'd say branch out even wider, Rodney, I'd say the Titans secondary safeties and corners against the Bengals skill position players. Because when you talk about the wide receivers, the wide receivers are great, but they have a really, really good tight end. And I think to watch Dane Crookshank, who's been the tight end killer all year long, I think that's going to be a lot of fun in total. And you touched on on Burrow there, Mike. You faced him last year. What maybe impresses you most about him as a quarterback and the weapons around him? Well, they're really explosive. I mean, they they we didn't have many answers for him last year. Um, you know, so hopefully, you know, he just was able to extend plays and and they, you know, they made a lot of plays down the field uh, receiver-wise. So, um, you know, we'll have to be better in, in all phases. We we turned the football over. And, you know, again, it, that was a long time ago, but but obviously we, we're very aware of, of, of the type of football team that this is and, and how good they are. So – you know, Mike Vrabel understands the opportunity because it's C.J. Uzoma, I believe is how you pronounce the tight end's name. You've got T. Higgins. You've got Jamar Chase. They've got a lot. You've got Joe Mixon. There's a lot of fun players in the mix for the Bengals. 
And certainly Joe Burrow has been spectacular. I mean, I wrote, I, I was reading rather uh, an article in Sporting News earlier today about this and the way that Joe Burrow has really attacked defenses all year long. He's been great for uh, for the most part. Now he's had some games where he hasn't been necessarily efficient. And frankly, I didn't think Saturday they looked all that great when they got into the red zone. But I did think that the Raiders did well to, as Mike Vrabel put it, and in fact, I asked Mike Vrabel that question today, whether it was just, you know, the Raiders, as he put it, keeping things in front of them in the red zone, really sound tackling, because Las Vegas allowed 81, uh, 81% of the time when you got in the red zone, Vegas allowed a touchdown to their opponent this season. But when you look at Joe Burrow and the historic two-game stretch that he had to end the regular season, he finished uh, with a 74, a 70.4% completion percentage. He had 4,611 yards, 34 touchdowns, 14 picks. He led the NFL in yards per attempt at 8.9. He had nearly 1,000 yards in his last two starts, and he's doing all of that without an offensive line. Now he has to do it because their offensive line is poor, and the defense without potentially, well, we know for sure without Larry Ogunjobi, potentially without Trey Hendrickson if he doesn't get cleared to return from that concussion that he sustained against the Raiders. This is going to be an interesting game for this uh, Bengals defense to try and manage the Titans offense. And really, as we talked about last night, a version of the Titans offense that we just haven't seen. Only 120 snaps, as I told you yesterday, courtesy of Mike Keith from Titans Radio. Only 120 snaps have Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown played on the field together this entire season. Um, So you're basically looking at a whole different team. Uh, All right, let's wrap things up by laughing at J.J. Watt more than uh, the NFL is laughing at J.J. Watt and the Cardinals right now. 21 to nothing. They trail 240, about 245 and counting in the second quarter. Uh, Just an embarrassing performance by the Cardinals tonight. But the question that I want to ask you is this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. It's a simple question. Scale of 1 to 10, I need a number. How corny is J.J. Watt? You got to let me know. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, we will discuss at length. All you got to do is give me a number. On a scale of 1 to 10, how corny is number 99 for the Arizona Cardinals? Uh, A long time, played a decade here in the AFC South. A fantastic player by all accounts. He is King Cornball, though. That, as you see there on your graphic, on a scale of 1 to 10, how corny, how unbearably corny, is J.J. Watt. We'll talk about it together right after I ask you, or right after I tell you, rather, about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That's where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on every one of your HVAC needs. Listen, it's a local business. I text with uh, Chris Hamby all the time, Miss Sherry, his lovely wife. They own the business together. Commercial, residential, HVAC work. They got you covered. Named after their kids, Bryant McKenzie. They are the best in the business. They serve uh, Tennessee and Kentucky with three locations, their main hub out of Clarksville, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Scale of 1 to 10, how corny is J.J. Watt? Because if you didn't know, uh, J.J. Watt, I think it's Justin Joseph Watt, if memory serves, J.J. made his return to the Arizona Cardinals today. Now, J.J. had been playing good football. At the time that he got hurt. In fact, one of the biggest reasons why the Cardinals were winning games in the early go of the season is because their defense was nasty. Um, Absolutely. 
I would say from the standpoint of his return, I think it bode, it bode, I think I'm probably using incorrect grammatical um, context, but it looked like things would go well for the Cardinals tonight. Now their offense has truly sputtered. They have really, really struggled again. But with all of the corniness of JJ, I think that you have to consider, uh, I think that you have to consider that he is as excited or was as excited prior to the game about his return as anyone. And so in Tom Brady-esque fashion, he put out a hype video to get people ready for his and mostly his, but the Arizona Cardinals playoff debut. So that's J.J. Watt's hype video prior to kickoff today, and now they're down 21 to nothing uh, with 209 to play in the second quarter. Um, it's it's He is king cornball, without question. And for all of the good, J.J. Watt uh, is a spectacular player. There is no disputing this. J.J. Watt is, uh, by all accounts, a spectacular human as far as contributions, giving back, you know, just a general member of society is concerned. But he is also incredibly corny. And we can love all of these great things about J.J. Watt, but also look at J.J. Watt and be like, come on, enough with this already. 21 to nothing, the Cardinals are losing right now. And as soon as I saw that hype video, the first thing that I that went through my head is uh, Los Angeles by a 1,000. Uh, J.J. Watt cannot do this in the same, with the same kind of gravitas that Tom Brady does before each and every one of his big games. Uh, Tiges says an eight. James, uh, Wesley James Sanquist says a 2.2 out of 10 is the corniness of J.J. Watt. A shocker, an upset. I did not think we would get a number lower than nine tonight, truly. Um, uh, uh, ben Hall says, oh, God, you're playing it. Yes, I did play it. And I feel that we're all dirtier for watching it. Dion Bonner says eight and a half because of the Zat Mettenberger thing a few years back in those H-E-B commercials when he was a Texan. I don't know what H-E-B is. But regardless... This is the uh, this is the status of JJ Watt suffering through the final game of his regular season. In all likelihood, assuming that the Rams don't uh, blow this twenty-one to nothing lead that they currently have. All right, it's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show. Thank you guys as always for hanging out. Took today off a of radio. Back on the radio tomorrow. Looking forward to it. We're going to have Mike Giardi of the NFL Network. We're going to have winners and losers of the football weekend. We're going to break down the numbers on the Bengals and the Titans in greater detail. Great week of guests coming for you. You're really going to enjoy it. We're going to have all of our friends in town uh, who hang out with us on the radio show. They're coming in to cover this game with Diana Rossini and Cam Wolf of the NFL Network. Harry Douglas is going to be in. It's going to be great. So make sure you're listening from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. 
There's an app that you can listen to it. You can watch it live streamed on YouTube. They put all three hours of My Ugly Mug on the radio show on the Zone's YouTube page. Enjoy uh, what remains of this ass-kicking tonight, and we will do it again on primetime tomorrow, or if you join us on the radio show, tomorrow morning at 10. See you later.